Welcome back to The Wise Man's Page, the podcast where we read Patrick Rothfuss's The Wise Man's Fear page by page. This is page 436. My temper fanned itself hotter as I made my way through the halls. If my credibility with the mayor was truly ruined, I preferred to have done with it now. If I couldn't have the mayor's goodwill, I would at least have my freedom and the ability to see Denna when I wished. I turned the corner just in time to see the mayor emerging from his rooms. He looked as healthy as I had ever seen him, carrying a sheaf of paper under one arm. As I approached him, irritation flashed across his face, and I thought he might simply have guards carry me away. Nevertheless, I approached him as boldly as if I had a written invitation. Your grace, I said with cheery cordiality, might we talk for a moment? Certainly, he replied in a similar tone as he swung open the door he had been about to close behind himself. Do come in. I watched his eyes and saw an anger as hot as mine. A small, sensible part of me quailed, but my temper had the bit in its teeth and was galloping madly ahead. We left the bemused guards in the antechamber, and Alvaron led me through the second set of doors into his personal rooms. Silence hung dangerously in the air, the calm before a sudden summer storm. I cannot believe your impudence, the mayor hissed once the door was closed. Your wild accusations, your ridiculous claims. I mislike public unpleasantness, so we will deal with this later. He made an imperious gesture, Return to your rooms and do not leave until I decide how best to deal with you. Your grace. I could tell by the set of his shoulders that he was ready to call the guards. I do not hear you, he said flatly. He met my gaze then. His eyes were hard as flint and I saw how angry he truly was. This wasn't the anger of a patron or employer. It wasn't someone irritated by my failure to respect the social order. This was a man who had ruled everything around him from the age of 16. This man thought nothing of hanging someone from an iron gibbet to make a point. This was a man who, but for a twist of history, would now be king of all Ventus. My temper sputtered and went out like a snuffed candle, leaving me chilled. I realized then that I had misjudged my situation badly. When I was a child, homeless on the streets of Tarbine, I'd learned to deal with dangerous people. Drunken dock workers, guardsmen, even a homeless child with a bottle glass knife can kill you. The key to staying safe was knowing the rules of the situation. A guard wouldn't beat you in the middle of the street. A dock worker wouldn't chase you if you ran. And that's the page. I'm Nick. I'm Jordana. I'm Jeremy. This does make me think maybe that Quoth has been hexed or something. Like, it's possible he just made a big mistake, but it's also possible that Denna did something, which is like, you know, don't worry about it or, you know, just be happy, just be confident. And it's only now wearing off because as he says on this page, he's made a huge mistake. This is, and like, if not for the basically the coincidence and we'll talk tomorrow jeremy about how in this case i agree that it's coincidence and it's fine um that's about to happen he would probably have just talked himself into into jail or swift death um so 
I wonder. Hmm. Also, you know, it's a, it, it's also in character. Like I totally buy that this is something he would just do without thinking and then realize too late that he's in it. Yeah, it could easily be either or. Yeah, and yeah. it it works both ways in such a way that if there is no other explanation for it given in the text, then I think it's fine to just like it makes sense in Cloth's character that he would just like get mad and decide, you know what? Let's just like have it out. Let's have it out one way or the other. Whatever, I don't care. But if we found out later that he behaved this way because he was under some kind of malign influence, that would also make sense. Interesting. I I also really like the way that Alvaron does not lay into him until they are alone. You know, like he's still keeping up appearances. Like, yes, of course, right this way. All right, listen here, you little bastard. I don't have enough of your shit. Like, I think that's a great like reversal. Yeah, and it's a great character note. It mm-hmm. it feels very real. Yeah, it feel it makes sense for Alvarin's character. It makes sense for everything that Quoth is telling us about him, like before and after. So, and it well, it I also like, like it feels like other situations I've been in where like a person in authority wants to chew somebody out, but they don't want to do it out in the hallway in front of all the other students or in front of all the other coworkers. So they say, "Yes, come right, come into my office," and then they lay into them. I wonder if that is, if the mayor does that in order to keep up his own personal appearance, or if he, I guess in this case, he was, he's not doing it as a courtesy to Quoth, because he doesn't want to give Quoth any courtesy. So I guess he's doing it specifically for his own appearance. No, and he says... Yeah, he says, I, I mislike public unpleasantness. Although, you'd think that if the only people are the guards, then it, it probably wouldn't, like, he probably doesn't think of the guards. Well, I mean, anyone like, could be walking up and down the, the hall. And... I, yeah, I suppose. I also think that he's anticipating that they might discuss things in this conversation that are that the mayor wants kept in confidence, right? If both start spouting uh, off about, you know, you're such a dickless loser, you had to get me to seduce your wife for you. The mayor doesn't want that being said somewhere where somebody might hear. Yeah, yeah, and you know the whole the poisoning, the potential for the poisoning, and all of that. Like, I, I agree. I think that's that's a correct assessment, Jeremy. Because that would be some salacious gossip. Certainly. And it's also like, we're also getting good little bits of um, information that are going to become relevant to the scene that follows. Like the fact that the mayor looks like healthy as a horse when Quoth runs into it. Like he's like walking down the hallway on his, on his own two feet. Whereas he's been like bedridden the last couple of times we've seen him. I was going to say, like, have know. we ever seen the ru- or the mayor like, oh no, we saw him in the garden because they went for a walk in the garden. But I was going to say, other than that, we mostly just see the mayor in his room. Yeah. Yeah. And when he was walking in his garden, he was feeble. He was falling over. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, this alone should be in Quoth's favor, right? The fact that by not taking the medicine, he started to improve. You'd think that this would at least make them think... That well, something is right about Quoth. I think what has been happening off screen is that Stapes has been convincing the mayor that Quoth is the one who has been like attempting to poison him and make him sick again. And that it's Codicus's ministrations that are making him well again. Right? Um, because Stapes is like in his chambers, as we'll find out. Uh, and the mayor says, you know, I can't believe your impudence, your wild accusations, your ridiculous claims... And to me, that speaks to him that like someone has been talking to the mayor behind Quoth's back saying, this guy 
he's filling your head full of nonsense, sir. Like, let's just keep things going the way they always have been. Right, but he's clearly not taking his medicine anymore. Otherwise, he would still be be sick. And he's still following Foth's instructions and putting the medicine in the, the sip quicks uh, feeders. Hmm. Yeah, I don't have an answer for that. Well, we'll see. I have a crackpot theory that's brewing that we'll talk about tomorrow. Okay. Uh, but it's pretty crackpot even for me. So uh, we'll leave that as a as a teaser. We love to tease here on this podcast. We do. Oh, yes. Uh, I, I am out of things. All I right. too am out of things. Then why don't we uh, quit teasing and get to tomorrow's page? Uh, <laughs> the wind. wind.